from the ACTC studios in Williamson, South Carolina, this is the Idiot Sports Show on WPPB The Pulse. Welcome to the Idiot Sports Show. I'm Hunter. I'm Zach. I'm Nathan. Unfortunately, Joseph will not be joining us anymore, or today. <laughs> today, not he'll should He's be okay. back. So. Yeah, he should be back yeah. at some point. We just he just didn't come to school today. He's not dead. <coughs> the way yeah. I said that kind of <laughs> sounded like he was dead. He's okay though. Well, let's hop right into this. Uh, unfortunately, our high school calling football is over because Pottersville did lose to Chester, um, which was very unfortunate. Yeah, it was. Um, Chester just. Man, that was a big team. They were yes. a very, very physical team. Just dominated Powdersville. They just, quite frankly, their big boys did. Yeah, they just straight up imposed on Powdersville. Just said, you know what, I'm running this ball, and until you can stop it, that we're just gonna keep running it because they're just like, you know what, we're better than you, bigger than you, more aggressive than you. And just said they, well, they, they really just wanted it more. It felt like. Yeah, I'd agree with that, but also I think the Powdersville might have been a little bit ill prepared for what exactly they were. <clears throat> yeah, especially with that quarterback that's uh, committed to South Carolina to play middle linebacker. That dude was running people yeah, over. He yeah, like he was just insane. Derrick Henry. <clears throat> Pottersville should hit the weight room. They do, but it's just that they were very, very large, like extraordinarily large people. Not yes. obese, but yeah, just they they were they were big guys, big guys. The final score was thirty-five to eighteen. Um, really, just Chester went all over Pottersville. It felt like just literally it like did. they they Powdersville they knew it that was coming at them they just couldn't stop it it felt like yeah but it was still a great year for them I would definitely, definitely have to say that twelve and one's nothing to be disappointed at made the third round of the playoffs beat Wren twice that's always mm-hmm. something to be happy about when you especially beat your, when your rival yeah when you beat your arch rival twice in the same year you know you're gonna be thrilled with that it's just honestly I wonder if maybe if Powdersville prepared a little bit more if they would have done better but honestly I just think Chester was way better than any of us really expected them to be yeah and I, I also think that the fact that Powdersville doesn't have the biggest defensive line in the world it's more of like smaller speedier speedier guys it was really one of those teams that could just just out like work them on the line of scrimmage and when you can't get nothing going on the line of scrimmage it's very hard to win a game especially in high school. And especially that type of offense they run where they just run the ball, run the ball, and run the yeah. ball. And Powersville missing PATs and two-point conversions really hurt them, too. Yeah, they did. Uh, there were some pretty good plays in that game. but uh, Yeah, Drake Sloan really, especially Drake Sloan, he made mm. some really great plays. He balled but out yeah, that game. Just, I, I mean, the offense, eventually they became one-dimensional because while Chester was great at running the ball and dominating Powdersville's defensive front, they were also great defensively dominating the Powdersville offensive yeah. line. They couldn't, Powdersville couldn't run it. And that's what Powdersville's ID, identity is, is they need to be able to run the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, you get the pass game. Yeah, and then once they really got, they figured out, hey, we're just going to pass it, they just, you know, were done. They yeah. just started making too many mistakes in the passing game as well. Wasn't It wasn't a great game play by uh, Powdersville, but... I want to give Chester a lot of props because they played very well. Yes, just, yeah, they did. They really just came out there and said, I'm going to punch you in your face and just run the ball down your throat. But uh, getting into some college football, though, Oregon lost bad. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah they to lost Utah. bad. 38-7. Like, yeah, just everything that everything went wrong for Oregon in that game. And they just completely, like, they're, they're not making the playoff. Yeah, now. they're They're, they're, they're done. They're yeah. done. Which opens they're the door done. for Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. even though... 
You already know my opinion. Yeah, on that. we already know your opinion, but you got to think. Look at how good Notre Dame's looking now. Yeah. They're really no, starting to Notre- hit their stride, and Cincinnati still has that win over Notre Dame in South Bend. Yeah, they're. Yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna look good to the playoff com- committee that Cincinnati won that game. This thing is this gonna be a very strange college playoffs because, uh, what what's gonna happen if Bama loses again to Georgia in the SEC championship? Is that gonna because they didn't play that well last night? Uh, yeah, they yesterday. they struggled a lot against Arkansas. I mean, honestly, Arkansas is not a bad team. They, for they sure. need to definitely before Georgia starts speaking ahead. They need to be careful about Auburn because Auburn's still talent. They might only be six and five, but they're still talented. And they yeah. have, they play in Auburn. It's a hard place to play. It's a rivalry game. You know, if they sleep on Auburn, they'll beat you. You know, and they yeah. they they have the potential to do that. The only thing that I'll say about Auburn is I've kind of lost all faith in Auburn after <laughs> they lost to. Georgia, not Georgia, uh, the Gamecocks. Yeah, they did lose to South Carolina. And South Carolina, they're not good. They, they started looking a little bit better towards the end of the year. Um, I mean, I would say they went over Florida, but honestly, Florida just fell apart. So, Yeah, and, and Florida had a lot of sick yeah. players in that Speaking game. of Florida, Dan Mullen's out as their head coach now, so another new head coach coming from I the Gators. I don't, I don't understand why they fired him because he, he really he need, he's not even having a horrible year this year. He's just having an off year, I think. Yeah, but Florida, if you're not winning, yeah, you're not good enough for them. I mean, you know, honestly, I would have stuck with Mullen too because I thought that he's been the best coach Florida's yeah, had he, since Urban Meyer left. But he's had a winning record too, which is the weird thing. It'd be different if he was like not coaching well because they did good, but did pretty good last year. They were yeah, and then they just kind of fell apart yeah. once they lost a lot of their players. I mean, it started last year in the Sugar Bowl. They just looked bad. I mean, you know, when Kyle Pitts and their other playmakers were out on the offensive side, they couldn't do anything. It looked like they were just pathetic offensively. Yeah, and uh, the thing the thing that's kind of worries me. Once again, I'm going back to Alabama. Is I don't I don't think they'll get in anymore because they've played some pretty close games with some pretty okay like okay teams, and I think if they be, get beat by Georgia. That they'll be out, but who who who's the four teams they're going to put in? Because they're going to put in Georgia and Ohio State looks. Oh, really yeah, Ohio State just Ohio won fifty six really to seven good. against a top ten team, so that's that's going to hold up well. Be Georgia, Ohio State. I mean, Ohio State still got to play Michigan. And yeah, if Michigan wins. I think I think uh, I think Ohio, Ohio State's going. I think Ohio State's going to win too. But if Michigan does win, then, then that, you got to be thinking about putting Michigan in there. Yeah, because they'd have one loss. It's just a very weird year, and then they're gonna have Notre Dame and Cincinnati in there, and let's okay. Let's. Be I don't think here. I don't okay. Cincinnati and Notre Dame are two f- pretenders. I still think I Cincinnati think. might be for real I a little bit more will. because I think they're playing a lot better than they were. Notre Dame's not gonna get in; they don't belong in there. They I don't, mean, but even, they, even they if, could though. They could, and you know they are playing a lot better now than they were when they started the year, but they don't belong in the playoff. Cincinnati, I feel like if they go undefeated with all the chaos that's happened this year, it's hard enough to go undefeated. Look at what all these teams that have been, I mean, look at all the upsets we've had. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to win every single game. And they've actually started to look more dominant. They beat the SMU, who's probably behind Notre Dame, the second best team they've played this year mm-hmm. by a good margin. Yeah, I, I think they're <clears> very good, but I don't think when they play like Georgia or like an Ohio State. But they then again, who go are you going to put in there over Cincinnati? That I don't think you can. Yeah, who are you going to put in there over Cincinnati that can play and beat Georgia? Or because honestly, I'm just going to be honest with you, Georgia's just 
far and away, in my opinion, and I hate Georgia. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I do not care for the Bulldogs. They're far and away the best team so far. They're having like that. Like remember that year when they had Joe Burrow at LSU? Yeah, they're kind of having that type of year where they just look very just dominant. Yeah, but it's on the defense instead yeah, it's of the, on offense. the offense. Yeah. But their defense is so good that I just I don't see anybody even having a chance to beat them. I don't them. either. But uh, Clemson beat uh, Wake Forest, though. And yeah. Clemson didn't look bad. That's the Yeah, thing. Clemson probably played their best game of the year. I mean, I will say this. Watching the game, I was there in person. Wake Forest, literally, their defense is equivalent of trash cans because they, they yeah. could not do anything. I, like, I, I, I honestly didn't think Clemson was going to come away with that, and— I truthfully did believe that Wake Forest was going to win the game because I just I didn't realize how bad Wake Forest's defense was. Yeah, their defense is that bad. And Clemson is the most talented team Wake Forest has mm-hmm. played all year by a good margin. But I think Clemson finally just started said they, – they said we're going to play like we are, mm-hmm. how good we are. And they showed – because I still think Wake Forest is a really good team. I just think yeah. Clemson just finally played up to what Clemson's I don't, supposed I don't think to do. Wake was a top 10 team, though. I don't think so either. But I think they're a top 25 team, but not yeah, a top 10 team. I agree with that. Maybe a top 15 team. I could argue that. I don't, They were not a top 10 team. They were and not a they top just, 10 team. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of surprised they even were in the top 10. I mean, unless they saw something in their de- offense, because their defense just, their defense has not shown me the ability to stop anybody. I mean, even Army <laughs> ran for like 600 yards on them. That, Clemson ran for like 350. Yeah, and DJ Ungalugale <laughs> did not play. Ungalugale <laughs> needs to step up his game because he's missing. He was missing wide open receivers, uh, throwing them to the side, throwing them over, throwing them under, throwing them uh, around. I don't know. They could not connect with some of the receivers on these open plays. But I did see him throw some very good balls, and that's that, why I don't understand about that, DJ. Yeah, that play that he broke away, he looked like a, just yeah, literally I a carbon carpet of Ben Roethlisberger. He broke like he was sacked like two times, which honestly I think ha- most of it is Wake Forest doesn't know how to tackle. <laughs> but they were he he was sacked about twice. He got away from it, and then he just launched it fifty yards downfield. I was like, what? Like that world? that's the play. That, that's the play we expected. That's from the play DJ. we thought he was gonna. That's how good we thought he was gonna be this year. But then he had wide open throws. He yeah. just was way off of. Because he, he did throw one of the he threw a really good fade ball to the end zone and it was just perfectly placed right to the receiver and I was like that's a really good throw but then the, but then on the next drive he way th- overthrew some guy and I'm like what in the world is wrong with this guy but if he gets consistent though oh my goodness he'll be really good I mean I just I do hate it, hate it for Clemson because I think that what they're doing might be just a little too late because mm-hmm. they're still going to need a miracle they to will. make the ACC championship because they're going what they would need to happen is first. Well, honestly, their next game doesn't even matter because it doesn't count as conference. Mm-hmm. But both Wake Forest and NC State would have to lose their next game. I mean, Wake Forest wouldn't have to lose, right? Because they lost a no. Because Wake Forest only has one conference loss. They have two though, because they played NC State. Did they not? They played North Carolina, but it counted as a non-conference game because it's so confusing. But they played NC State and they beat them. They, oh yeah, they beat them. Didn't yeah, they? they beat NC State. So that's what they needed. So they both have to lose. Yeah. So NC State and Wake Forest would both have to lose. Not impossible. It's not impossible. In it's fact, not probable. It's not, you know, I think Wake Forest, I hope, I mean, I kind of hope Wake Forest wins. because I, I, I they lose. <laughs> well, I, I just, I like their story, though, because they're just such a small team that nobody, oh, they they're to, a whole bunch of nobodies. Yeah, but they have to play Boston College, and Boston College is not a bad team this year. And they have a very solid defense, and a, I think they have a good enough offense to keep up with Wake Forest. I do too. So I could I could see that going. I could definitely Boston see them loses, losing, but I don't think that I don't think they're going to lose. Let's see yeah. who, who does uh, North Carolina? North Carolina say? plays. NC State plays North Carolina. Maybe 
Maybe. Honestly, out of the two, I'd probably pick that game because North Carolina, yeah. talent-wise, is good. It's just they didn't play like it. I could see Clemson possibly sneaking yeah, in. Yeah, I could too. I mean, I think Wake, For- Wake Forest actually needs to come out and try. But, you know, I do think that they'll – I do think Wake Forest is a better team to, uh, than Boston College, especially since Boston College just lost at home to Florida State. So, Yeah, uh, this coming up week, uh, it's going to be rivalry week. Yeah. And there's a lot of pretty good games that's probably going to be on. We got Clemson-Carolina. Clemson-Carolina. You know, you not, never know. Yeah, well – Carolina's bowl eligible. This is probably the best team Carolina's had in a couple of years, and this is the worst team Clemson's had, had in a couple, couple years. years. So, you know, if there's one year you might see the upset and Carolina finally win one, it would be this year. Do I think it's going to happen? No, no, because I think Clemson's, I I think Clemson's going to come out there and win by thirty points. But that's because it's Carolina. They want to beat Carolina. Because I don't think Clemson, I don't think Clemson fans would let them live it down if they lost to South Carolina. If this they year. lost to South Carolina, they'd just probably not be welcomed back to Clemson. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're going to no. win this game by thirty. But you know, you never know. This is it, probably South Carolina's best shot to mm. win since Steve Spurrier was there. Yeah, uh, like we were talking about, uh, probably the biggest game with playoff implication is Ohio State and Michigan, which I think, I think personally, Ohio State's going to smack Michigan because when has Michigan actually played well against Ohio State. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so funny. Michigan could have the best team ever. They and they still against, lose. Yeah, they suck against Ohio State. It Nobody, makes no it, sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> you think it would be a good game, <laughs> but they just keep losing and losing and losing. I don't even remember the last time Ohio that uh, Michigan's beat Ohio State. It was like 2011 or something like that. Yeah, and that a, was it. Was a, a like, minute ago. Yeah, it's been like nine or ten years since they last beat. Um, Michigan last beat Ohio State. And then you got some, you know, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. That, that must, should be that should good be good. One. Oklahoma State's already in the Big Twelve championship, but I think mm-hmm. if Oklahoma, I think they still have a shot too. So if depending on what happens, we might see that game two weeks in a row because of how the Big Twelve it works. <clears throat> but but I, I, I think I think Oklahoma State's going to win by yeah, a little bit because I I don't believe in Oklahoma. I really don't. Like they just, I mean, they looked bad against Baylor. They looked bad last week against Iowa State. They looked bad against literally everybody, it just seems like. like they, they might have won all these games, but they really have not looked like a dominant team. No, because every every game they've played has been really close. Yeah, I, mean, I just I honestly think that Oklahoma State's going to beat them by a couple scores. I think Oklahoma State's a better team, especially since the game's at Oklahoma State. So, you know, that's a big – it's a pretty tough place yeah. to play too, especially since it's a big rivalry. So, yeah, I think Oklahoma State's going to win but there by a little bit. Yeah. Um, Nathan, I know you have something about uh, that LeBron situation where there was a big fight or something. Yes. LeBron and Isaiah Stewart got in a little scuffle. Did you see it? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, he he kind of like <laughs> – he didn't even really elbow the guy. kind of like – okay. Flung his arm back. Flung his arm into his hand. Like his fist hit his face. And then he started trying to pretend like he was – uh, Derrick Henry trying to run over all the people who were trying to grab him to go out with LeBron, which was that. hilarious. Because who wants to fight LeBron James? But then again, I feel like if you poked LeBron James in the eye, he'd be down for like five minutes. So. <laughs> but yeah, that, that actually happened to him one time. Yeah. So. yeah, Very interesting. He did look very bloody. It looked like it was about to turn into a... Oh, yeah, uh, he was pouring blood down. It almost turned into a mouse in the palace. Maybe. Yeah. If they would have swung. I don't know. Probably not. They were worried about him going around the tunnel and coming off the other end. <laughs> that dude was enraged. Yes. It, it took six, seven people to get him to just hold him back. Honestly, I might I might take him over LeBron if they got in a fight. Cause I would take LeBron. 
I don't think LeBron would be a good fighter. He's a large man. He is a very large He's man. He's a crybaby, though. That's kind yeah, of the problem with LeBron. Yeah, if he got in a fight, like if he was mad and got in a fight. I feel like he would take one punch in the face because the other guy was not a small dude at all. He takes yeah. one good punch in the face, he'd probably, oh, no. <laughs> well, no, because he wouldn't he'd be flopping for fouls. He'd just be yeah. fighting. I, 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 would, I would take, I would probably take the other dude. I'll take LeBron. I mean, I personally have a vendetta against LeBron because I just think the guy's. I mean, I I think he's a bad person, really. I mean, I don't think he I don't think he meant to hit the guy, but at the same time, just some of the stuff he's done and said, just just like, uh, yeah, it bugs me. I don't agree with the stuff he says on Twitter, but like the stuff he's actually done, he's actually a pretty good person. Yeah, he has his moments. I mean, I still think I don't know. I just I've never cared for the guy. I just don't think LeBron could fight. I I don't think he can fight, and I also don't think that LeBron is. I think that he's he's very full of himself, which he has a reason to be because he's prob arguably the best basketball player of all second time. Second best, second best. Player. I mean, I, he but Michael he Jordan's come better. From but the streets just eating ramen noodles every day. That is true to too. Being a billionaire, so I'd be pretty high about myself too. <clears throat> but I am a Lakers too. fan, so I got to defend him. So. Yeah, that is true. LeBron is a really good basketball player, though. Let's get into the NFL. NFL time. Some upsets this week. Really kind of surprising. There were quite a few. Probably the biggest upset was the Titans losing to the Houston Texans. I know. Like, okay, the Titans are so funny because they're a team. They beat the Rams. They beat all these really good yeah. teams. Two. They lost three games. Two of their three losses came to the Jets, Jets and the Texans. Texans. How? Probably, probably How in the world do you lose to two the two the worst teams? teams the NFL, what's that? They're going to lose the game to the Jaguars later on in the year? Maybe Detroit. Do they play Detroit? I don't know. I know I know no, they play I know they, I know they play Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, they might lose to Jacksonville. It wouldn't surprise me. It would be funny. <laughs> and, and then Detroit nearly pulled an upset, but just can't win. <laughs> There's just something in the water in Detroit that's like, yeah, we just we just can't win. Like We can tie. Know? Yeah, they can, they can tie. Um... What's going on with the Browns? Like, is it just Baker Mayfield just being hurt, or Nathan Madden doing spins? <laughs> it's probably hurting the Browns. I don't. I don't see how that would hurt the Browns. Honestly, I don't know what's wrong with the Browns. I mean, I don't is think <laughs> Baker Mayfield's not playing like Baker Mayfield should, or he's, like he was expected to. He's so. very bust. Not. He's busted up. He's busted up. <laughs> he has a bat. He has a knee problem, an ankle problem, a shoulder problem, and a foot problem. So he's like playing pretty much injured, yeah. but not a major injury has made him stop playing. If that makes sense, like he's just not playing. He's playing the best he can as what he has with his body going on, because he's just broken. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the other upset? The Packers lost to the Vikings. Yeah. How? I don't know. Aaron Rodgers? He had a good game, but the Packers, the Packers defense didn't play good. No. That's kind of the problem. It was I also, mean, the Vikings aren't awful, so, and that was in Minnesota, and that's a rivalry game, but still, you know, people, nobody would have thought the Packers would have lost that game. Yeah, I, d- I definitely would have not gone with the Vikings, because that, that surprised me, like, a lot. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins had a really good game, too. Threw three touchdowns, 341 yards. But Aaron Rodgers outplayed him still. I, I, it just, 
I don't know. <laughs> the Colts over the Bills. That, that was, was John I don't, Taylor. Yeah, okay, oh yeah. My gosh. The Bills are one of those teams like the Titans. There are times where they just like the most dominant team in the NFL, and then there are times they look like absolute garbage. And this was one of their garbage moments. Yes. <laughs> they were play the game was played in Buffalo. That makes it even worse. They lost forty one to fifteen to the Colts. And Jonathan Taylor ran for four touchdowns and also caught a touchdown. Yeah, he, he looks like he looks like he's trying to continue on what Derrick Henry was doing before yeah. he got hurt. I would not be surprised to see him get some NFL talk because now he's leading the league in yards and, and touchdowns. Because he was behind Derrick Henry for – even when Derrick Henry got hurt for those two like two weeks in a row, he was still the leading rusher and yeah. the leading touchdown rusher. And then it was Jonathan Taylor, and Jonathan Taylor is now going absolutely off. He's had a few really good games. Yeah, this one was definitely probably the craziest game he's had. By uh, far. Yeah. He balled. <laughs> And then on top of that, it's just Buffalo's so strange, like kind of like Tennessee. They they had their moments where they look dominant. Then they had their moments when they look not dominant. They look, look just like garbage. I mean, just being honest with you. Speaking of garbage, the Falcons got shut out on <laughs> Thursday night football to the Patriots. The Falcons are so good. <laughs> that game, I, I watched that game, and it was just, I mean, don't get me wrong, New England's actually really starting to play really, really good football. Yeah, they're number one in the AFC yeah, East, they're, they're, which is – I feel bad for the rest well, of the NFL fans. They won four or five in a row now. They've won. Four, they've won like five in a row. They, and Mac Jones is people trying to compare Mac to Tom Brady, which is not well accurate. I mean, He's a you don't know. Than Brady was. He is a better rookie than Brady was, but that's because Brady didn't really play as a rookie. Much, no. But um, he won seven Super Bowls, though. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to see Mac Jones turn into Tom Brady part two because I I still kind of believe I still believe that Tom Brady's part of it. I still believe Tom Brady's half Bill Belichick's doing. No, Tom Brady was <laughs> Belichick's doing. Tom Brady was the man who made the Belichick system. No, Belichick made Tom Brady the guy who he was. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is another argument. <clears throat> Belichick, right? Up until that point, was not a good coach. If I remember right correctly, they went to the playoffs with Matt Castle as their quarterback. In two thousand, they didn't went to the playoffs, but they won eleven games with him. Hey, that was a good team around him. But look at what he did in Cleveland. Stunk it up in Cleveland. He went somewhere else. Where was it? Was it Washington or something like that? Yeah, it was some weird other team where he didn't do much. And then when some reason this man named Thomas Th- Thomas Edward Brady. <laughs> showed up that he magically got to be a great coach like I still, it seems like Thomas Edward Brady the goat happened to <laughs> I still don't think Tom Brady has had a lot to do with Belichick's success because if you look okay I know we talk about Tom Brady for like 30 minutes every show and it's but I I do actually want to make this point here cuz Matt Castle won 11 games with Belichick and then when Tom Brady was suspended first Jimmy Garoppolo dominant and then Jacoby Brissett came in and picked up right where Garoppolo left off. You know, he's made literally like... Who do they play, though? They play good teams, too. No. It was Brady. <laughs> now, I will say this. You know, once Brady left New England, but that last season Brady was there, New England wasn't that great. And then... They he, made the playoffs, though. Yeah, but they weren't that great. No. And then last year, they, they just weren't good. They just, no. you know... But they're back, you know... They're having a rebuilding year, and now they're resurging and becoming New England again. And I I hate Bill, Belichick more than I do Brady, and I hate New England more than almost more than I do any other team besides the Saints. 
But Besides the Saints. <laughs> I hate the Saints. Oh, yeah, because you're an Atlanta fan. Yeah, if you're an Atlanta fan, you have to hate the Saints. Literally, like, it's a requirement. Um, but... <clears throat> Speaking, going back to that game, I'm just, I mean, that was the most pathetic display of offensive line play I've ever seen. I mean, poor Matt Ryan literally was out there covered in blood. I'm not even kidding. Like, he was literally bleeding at the end of the game. They poor had Matt to, Ryan. they finally pulled him out for the backups. And then they threw two interceptions. And then they threw two interceptions. And I'm like, yeah, well, this is this is the argument that people keep making about, oh, it's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's the problem. Let's try to pull him and put in a different quarterback in. First thing they do, literally, is throw a pick six. And, and then like, they well, put it in the third stream, Felipe Franks, and the first thing he does is throw an interception. And you're like, yeah, maybe it's not Matt Ryan. Maybe it's just this, this team's just bad. I think Matt Ryan is probably the only reason they're not <laughs> Yeah, I think winless. that I think Matt Ryan's they're, they're saving grace at yes. this point. <laughs> he's making sure that they don't go winless. Because I, I think if they didn't have Matt Ryan, this might be a little bit of a hot take, but I don't think they would have— they might have won one or two games at this point. Well, the thing with the Falcons is is that they their defense will sometimes— because even the defense against New England, it didn't even look that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just the offense was sucked. But they can never put it together. Like, they can never play just— if they play one game where the defense plays like they have at points this year and the offense plays like they have at points this year, they win by 50 points because that's how good they have the potential to be. But they don't ever put it together all together in one game. Yeah, keeping it in the NFC, Nor- or NFC South, uh, Cam Newton made his return. Uh, to the Carolina Panthers, and he didn't look half bad. He looked pretty good. Yeah, well, Cam Cam looked good last week. He, I mean, he ran two plays, two scored two touchdowns. touchdowns. But, uh, yeah, he looked pretty good this week, but unfortunately, Carolina could not win. Henneke bought out. And I think the football team's actually a pretty good yeah. team. I just don't think they've kind of got going until now. I think the football team's actually pretty good, too, mm-hmm. but... Um, also, I kind of think that if – I think a lot of the reason why they won is because Ron Rivera was there. And yeah. if there's anybody who knows how to beat Carolina, it would be Ron Rivera because that's that his. Be. That's still his team, Even, especially with Cam Newton back there. That's a team that basically Ron Rivera and uh, their old GM built, like David Gettleman and mm-hmm. um, whoever the other guy was who came in after him. They built that team. And so if there's anybody who knows how to stop it, it would be Ron Rivera. It would be, and, and, and also I still I'm kind of still believe that the Carolina should have stuck with Ron Rivera because I think he's a great coach. I don't know why they really split ways with him. In my opinion, it's their owner gets David Tepper's their owner, and he he does not put up with losing. I would not be if the Panthers don't make the playoffs. I would not be the least bit surprised to see Matt Rule be fired, just because that's the kind of and mm-hmm. I don't like that personally because you can't you really can't, yeah you got to give you gotta him a few get, years you got to give the coach a chance. Unless you're playing at the Jets, then there's just no hope for that coach. <laughs> or Detroit, there's just zero hope at all. If if I if literally if I had to, if I got offered a job to go play for, to, to coach for the Jets or the or the Lions, I just wouldn't take it. <laughs> I mean, I would take it because you know, that's a that's a sweet million bucks or more right there. Yeah, but nice. I couldn't go through that pain every single week watching my team. Somehow stick around in a game and then just manage to lose, and I'd be no, like, "That that's Atlanta. That's that's what Atlanta has done." Yeah, but at least Atlanta Atlanta wins a few. Detroit yeah. just <laughs> ties. <laughs> I mean, I will say at least Atlanta's made a Super Bowl, but the two they but they lost to Denver way back in the nineties, and nobody really cares about them. But then, then, do you really want to sit there and watch Atlanta blow a twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl? Like I. I mean, as a Falcons fan, that's just that I still gives me that, game. that still gives me nightmares to this day. I actually went to bed because I was so upset, and then <laughs> and then I started hearing my dad scream like, "Oh my gosh, they scored two touchdowns!" And I was like, "Uh oh, Brady's about to turn." Please, it up. please just stop now because you're gonna give me even more nightmares. Because I can't, I can't, oh I can't goodness. put it, I can't, I can't do that again. That that was just so much pain. 
If you're a Falcons fan, you know what I'm feeling. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep at all that night. I literally just stayed up all night watching Tom Brady highlights. <laughs> I cried the whole night. So <laughs> sorry like, literally. about that. <laughs> That's how it was when they when Clemson wa- lost to Alabama that first time in the championship because I was like, we're never gonna make it back. <laughs> I was upset after that too. That was bad. Yeah, that, that hurt my soul a little bit. But then this, when they came back the next year and won though, uh, that was like a high point. That and the Braves winning the World Series this year, like I would just party the whole night. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they did it! I can't believe they actually won. I know, and then they threw it to, to Hunter Renfro. Yeah, who's probably my one of my favorite players. On that team. <clears throat> Getting back into the um, NFL, what's your take on the Thanksgiving Day games? Sucks. <laughs> Especially the Detroit game. Change. The, no one wants to watch Detroit get smacked at 12 o'clock when you're eating your turkey by some random team. They get smacked every single year, and it's the most boring thing ever. That's the Frank Stanley tradition is how bad is Detroit going to lose on Thanksgiving this year? Change it up, man. <laughs> I, Make, I, I, good I, I love it. I personally love like playing the how bad is Detroit going to lose game, but that's just me. We've been dogging Detroit <laughs> this live show yeah, so but, far. Well, they're so bad. Yeah, they shouldn't be 0-8 and, and we wouldn't be dogging them. And I don't even count the tie because if you tie, you, both teams lose in my <laughs> yeah, opinion. <laughs> how do you tie? That's, that's, I don't understand. I mean, Are tie, you guys both playing such a bad game. I know T- tying should not be a thing in the NFL. It shouldn't, Even or in any sport, in my opinion. But it should just count as two losses. Yeah, because uh, like if you if you're bad enough to tie, you don't deserve even half a win. You just deserve a loss. L. Yeah, that just that's just that's a loss right I there. For what both would happen teams. if what would happen if someone just tied every single game? Like. I mean, that would be, like, I mean, if somebody actually did that, if somebody finished with more than one tie, I'd be calling the NFL and be like, look, you got to change the overtime rules because I, I, nobody <laughs> wants to see a tie. Like, you, you talk to any team that's ever tied. Both teams are just, just so upset at the end of the game that they tied. Like, they would rather lose. <laughs> it's just it's weird. They shouldn't have time. But going back to the Thanksgiving thing, they need to change the games. They have some entertaining games, but they need to put on, like, like a really good game. Chiefs versus Panthers. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, no, game. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I'd say something like, "Well, we'll put like a his, like two historic teams that are historically really good, like Green Bay and the Steelers or something." Well, usually, you know, the Cowboys play some one of their rivals, which this year they're playing Las Vegas. But I mean, literally, who wants to watch? I agree with Hunter. I mean, I like to watch it just because I want to see how bad the game can really be. But who wants to watch the Bears and the Lions on Thanksgiving no Day? No one. Nobody. I mean, that's a 3-7 and seven team against a team that's 0-9, basically 0-10, because the tie should count as a loss. And then even the nightcap, the Bills and the Saints, that's definitely a much better game than the first two, But because I would say the Raiders and the Cowboys would be good, but then half Oakland's team's in prison. Yeah. Las Vegas team's in prison Their coaches. Now. Yeah, even the coaches just, is just out. So, I mean, I don't, I don't have any faith in the Raiders anymore. And then the Bills and the Saints. The Saints have just played like garbage the yeah. past three weeks. But e- then even again, Atlanta beat them. But then again, also uh, the the Bills haven't done the Bills much better. Played much yeah, better. but I still have more faith in Buffalo than I do New Orleans because New Orleans just really has played like crap since Jameis Winston got hurt. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, we're going to have a little bit of a non-sports-related yeah. segment where we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, and uh, we're going to have one th- football thing. Yeah. Well, one but, sports thing yeah. in general. Let's let's get on to, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Turkey. Turkey. Deviled Tur- eggs. Deviled, deviled eggs. eggs. Who I mean, likes deviled eggs? I like deviled eggs. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about, to, I'm about to start something new here. <clears throat> Pickle pie. Hear me out. Hear me out. Sweet. I right. can't believe that he's actually going to make a pickle pie. Right. I'm going to make a pickle <laughs> pie tomorrow for this class. <clears throat> pickle pie, right? It's a little bit of sweetness. A little bit of saltiness. A little bit of crunch from the pickle. That like that, does that does that not sound good to you? No, it sounds like awful. <laughs> I mean, and I like eating pickles, but I don't want to eat a pickle pie. <laughs> a pickle pie, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the next thing that's coming up for Thanksgiving. I already ate Thanksgiving. I mean, to be honest with you, as far as Thanksgiving food in my family goes, I like turkey in a roll. That's literally the only thing I eat because I, I don't eat – I eat green beans sometimes. I don't eat cream corn. I don't eat macaroni. I don't eat anything. Macaroni? How do you not eat macaroni? It's so weird. You're I strange. eat box macaroni. I don't eat Bo- – <laughs> That is foul. That is foul. That is foul. <laughs> what about mashed potatoes? We love taters. Yeah. I love mashed potatoes. I like macaroni mashed, and yeah, cheese. Yeah, mashed potatoes Pickle pie. Too. Pickle pie is not – I'm telling you. You guys need to start making pickle pie. She makes some deviled eggs. All right, let's let's uh, start to wrap it up. So let's end with what sports thing are you thankful for, Hunter? I know you're going to say Tom Brady, but Thomas Edward Brady <laughs> Jr. What a man! Six six, two hundred and whatever pounds he is. Oh, such an athlete. Seven Super Bowls. Such a great man. Kisses his kids. We don't talk about that. <laughs> He's thankful for his kids. He loves his wife. Just a, overall a great man. He has cryptocurrencies. Uh, he loves Subway, even though he doesn't eat bread. He loves avocados. They're gross, but this man... Avocados are good. This man's <laughs> playing to his 44 off of avocado toast, avocados. These avocados are magical, man. Nathan? I'm thankful for avocados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What I'm thankful sp- for Cam Newton coming back to Carolina. He's not Carolina saving grace. Oh, yeah, but still... And finally, I'm thankful that an Atlanta sports team won something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still thrilled over the Braves win because, I mean, the Falcons are just notoriously disappointing. You got his Braves shirt on. Yeah, I always wear my Braves stuff. Let's always. go, Braves. All right, so that's going to wrap it up here. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in to our Thanksgiving show. We will see you guys next week at some point, probably, after Maybe. the thanks. I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving. <clears throat> and we'll see you next time. I'm, I'm Zach. I'm Hunter. <laughs> I'm Nathan. And we will see you guys later.